So when people talk about generational wealth, most money is spent, like 70% of the wealth is spent in the first generation, 90% is spent in the second. So most people's money is not passing from one generation to the next. So most mm. people are not experiencing generational wealth. Even if they are saving up generations of wealth, your families are not experiencing it because the people blow through the money as soon as they inherit it, right. which leads to the trust. Uh, right? So how do you, how do you combat that? How do you so, make sure that that continues to keep So if you want to if you want to control it, right? That's where the trust comes in. So we always leave money in trust for minor kids. But then the attorneys always say at what age can the kid get the money? And you'll see it'll say 18, 21, 25 or 21, 25, 30. When you see that that we're phasing checks, giving yeah. checks out of the trust and they're putting in their bank account and they're blowing through it. And so by anyway. time they're in there and there's nothing left. Hey, y'all, it's episode 39, Mobile's in the Making. I'm Jennifer Norton. Come check us out. We're going to talk about preserving, protecting, and passing generational wealth. Yo, 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 what's going on, man? We back for another episode of Mobile's in the Making. We are at episode 39. Can you believe it, man? We almost said 40 That's already. That's kind of crazy. We are on episode 39. We're staying consistent, man. We're we staying are. consistent. We are, man. Episode 40, man. I'm your host, Catch a Bag. Oh, of course. I got this you knucklehead said with me. episode 40. Did I say that? That's what you just said. I'm right sorry, now. y'all. Episode 39. You know what I mean. I'm just Thank you. making a mistake. Hey, I, I, made a, I made a mistake. <laughs> but I'm your host, Catch a Bag. Oh, and I got this knucklehead with me. Y'all know who it is. Hold up real quick. Hey. Your most gracious, your most lovely, your most handsome. Yeah. <laughs> your most gracious, your most lovely, your most handsome. Hey, this your most gracious, your most lovely, your most handsome is host. I'm just gonna be regular Tyrone today, okay? Just Tyrone. You don't have to call me all those other names. It's okay. Um, but nah, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Episode 39. We got some good stuff for y'all today. Yeah. Um, let's talk though about what's going on in the business right now and what's really making us happy about it honestly i don't want to talk about no negative stuff today (laughs) all right man i mean that's business you know we got the negative with the positives (laughs) at this point you know with our portfolio and all of that stuff and and people but i think you know the big thing that me and t kind of been talking about uh lately is the fact of how much our team is gelling now Mm -hmm. like I love that. Like, it's such a good feeling, like being a leader and seeing people take accountability or just knowing that certain people are in the right spots. Like, you see them catch it. You see them take it even further than what you mm-hmm. thought, bring you different suggestions and stuff like that. And I'm like, dang, I love to see it. Like, right here, I was just looking at our assistant. Uh, she was talking to our lead manager. Um, they basically had, like, a big meeting today, and it was one of their first big meetings for a different project, right? And I was like, hey, you guys got it. I, you know, I trust you. Go ahead, right. handle it, and, and let me know, you know, what come out of it. And then she wrote down the bullet points. Here's what we talked about. It went really good. Here's what we're going to do afterwards. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know? That like, it just felt good. super good, man. So I think, yeah, one of my biggest dreams in this wholesale business, at least, really in any business that I really get involved with, to be 100% honest, is to be able to not be there and it still flows the way that it's supposed to flow. Right? So... With a lot of that comes delegation, which is one of my hardest things to get over, right, is delegating stuff because I like to do stuff. I like to do it first. For one, I, I, I still like to do stuff first so I can be like, all right, this person is not doing what they're supposed to do or this person is not doing what they're supposed to do. But like Omari said, it gets to a point where they take things and they take it to a whole nother level when they're in the right position and when it's gelling the correct way. So, you know, if the person isn't – well. 
what we push in our in our uh, business is in our company is everybody is their own leader. Like whatever your position is, lead that position to the best of your abilities. Ownership. You know what I'm saying? Take it as you're the owner of that position. So everybody on the team is a leader. You know what I'm saying? Not just us. So um, I think the people that we have right now, they've really taken that um, to heart. And I hope the next person that we hire takes it because that's that's one last position that we kind of just holding up on that, that once we get a, a key player in that position, oh, it's on and popping for y'all, Indianapolis. Man, we here. We gelling like eco gel. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. But, um, but, no, we have a very, very special guest today. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear about this, and I'm excited to learn from her, honestly. Yeah. Um, who, who we got here today? Man, hey, hey, we got somebody that's, that's special. We actually had a phone conversation. I'm like, this lady's doing a lot of stuff. Like, <laughs> this is super dope. Like, come on on the podcast. One, I'm going to be uh, 100% honest. I just want to build a deeper relationship with you. I don't know if we can get you on the podcast. We can do that. So, I'm be honest with all of y'all. This is to uh, develop a, a deeper relationship. This is very selfish of me. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that out in the open right now. Second, though, but I thought it was super good and super different um, that, uh, you know, just our industry doesn't highlight enough of or don't understand Mm -hmm. maybe how to build a relationship with you right we got a very uh certain you know real estate investors or realtors have a certain way of thinking about how attorneys work or people that work in you know just kind of the law realm and things like that and at least not in indianapolis it's not a lot of overlap or like Mm -hmm. clicking and things like that so uh we do got jennifer norton she is in the building uh today and yeah, we're going to hold this a little bit longer. Can we hold it? <laughs> we'll drown that thing all the way out, you know? Definitely. We appreciate you for coming on. Thanks for having Definitely. me. Yeah, thank you for coming on. So, Jennifer, catch us up. Let everybody know what all you do. Okay. Because it's not uh, just. I do a lot. Yeah. So, I'm Jennifer Norton. <laughs> um, like you guys said, I'm an estate planning attorney here in Indianapolis, Indiana. I've been practicing about 14 years now. Okay. Um, uh, I'm born and raised from Indiana. Um, graduated from Cathedral High School, and I went okay. to IU in Bloomington. Ooh. And I, what? Where else is there to go? Oh. <laughs> Why would you go anywhere else? Oh. All I'm going to say is boiler up, but oh, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. Well, boiler down. We're getting hot and spicy already. We here. The Hoosiers are in the house. But, um... I have a, a degree in finance from the Kelly School of Business. Um, really good school. From there. Business. And then um, that's, I, I kind of had a panic attack and I was like, oh my God, I really don't like what I was doing. And they didn't really talk about being maybe like a financial advisor. I would probably do that. Something that's more like right. interactive with people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was behind the scenes doing like taxes and mm. working for the government. I did some not-for-profit work and I said, let me just go to law school. So I went to law school because it's a general degree and everybody says attorneys, they, they know everything, right. do anything. If you become an attorney, so I was like, "Well, hell, I'll figure it out when I get there." So, oh, so you I, wasn't originally even thinking about being no, an attorney. My uncle believes that you know he always thought I should have been an attorney. But uh-huh. what I did was, and this sounds really crazy, but I convinced one of my best friends. I said, "We don't like finance. Let's let's go to law school." So I can uh, convince one of my really good friends, Irene. And she was like, well, Jen, I don't, I don't really want to go to law school. I'm like, yes, we do. We definitely want to go to law school. So I, I made her apply. We both applied. And I came back. I'm like, yeah, I got accepted to this. And I got waitlist on this. And I got accepted to this. So what would you do? She's like, oh, I only applied to one. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? She only applied to IU. And I right. said, well, looks like we're going to IU. IU. Wow. So we both end up going to Indiana University. Funny thing is, she doesn't even practice law. 
Dang. So, Why? So she did all that. You she, convinced her to go all the way through law school. Get shit. all that debt. But she ended up working for the um, federal government. So, oh, for okay. 10 years, they wiped the, the debt clean back. Oh, okay. oh, did they? Yeah. Dang. Okay. So, Sweet. So, it's okay. It's a wash. So, you don't owe her one? Nah. Uh, I, ain't, <laughs> I ain't You know, uh, it, it's for her betterment. She wants to leave there. She can, she can do whatever she wants. That's right. what the can do whatever they want to do, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, so, I worked for there. So, when I, you know, it's a general degree. So, when I graduated, mm-hmm. um, I end up working for the CEO. Of the National Network of Estate Planning Attorneys, and we basically train attorneys across the country on trust-based estate planning. So, making um, money pass from one generation to the next. So, I would say I help people preserve, protect, and pass generational wealth. Mm. And so, I worked for him about four and a half years, and then realized there wasn't enough of my community doing trusts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and they really weren't talking about like wills because why would you get a will? Mm-hmm. It doesn't do half the things it's people think it does and so i left his practice and started my own almost in november to be 10 years okay and so i've had my own practice here i'm on 37th in uh, meridian 3750 north meridian oh, okay. okay um we're on the third floor and so we currently i mean we have a team of six i'm looking to hire three more people right now so it'll probably be a team of nine by the end of the year okay but um we do wills trust powers of attorney um, living wills, we settle estates when a death occurs, whether it's a probate, a trust administration, we do strategic Medicaid qualification, mm. and we do guardianships if people fail to get um, like a power of attorney and stuff for their loved one, okay. uh, whether they're older or special needs or anything like that. Right. Um, but we're full service practice, um, and we do it all. That's uh, sweet. So, Jennifer, how many cases ongoingly do you guys deal with like a, oh a week? Oh, my God. <laughs> that um, kind of deals with like the probate realm, estate so, planning realm okay. of things. So, if you segment it, okay, so when it comes to probate, like if a death occurs, right now we probably have about 78 cases that were 78 estates that were kind of helping people get through. On average, I would say, I don't know, maybe five calls a week, you know, about right. a death. And so um, my paralegal and I kind of just, and my law clerk and I, we kind of usher those families through that difficult process. Mm-hmm. And then, but for my trust-based clients, so with a trust, there's a lot behind it. And y'all can probably ask me questions, but essentially mm-hmm. when it comes to Not trust, it's coming. <laughs> for when, sure. it com- when it comes to trust, that's where money is moving. Wealth is moving. And so mm. when the laws change and your family dynamics change, then the plan should change. Mm. And so in our practice, we have a maintenance program for our trust based clients so that they can update their estate plans. And so we take our list. I have about 350 client families that have trust-based plans in my practice. Okay. And so we take the list and cut the list in half. One half updates one year, and the other half is scheduled to update the other year. So so when you talk about that part of my practice, about 50 of those clients are not on the maintenance program. But I would say I have about 300 – we're upwards on our way to 400 clients have trust-based plans in our practice. What wow. is a trust-based plan? Okay, so okay, so let's start breaking it down. Okay, so you can get a will or trust, or okay. you can do nothing. Right. Most people do nothing. <laughs> and so when you do nothing, what happens? Wait, is, really quick, and I don't want to cut you off, sorry. Yeah. But what, are, what, what? I'm sure you know some type of percentage of like people that do nothing versus doing something. Yeah, it's about 60% of people do nothing. Wow. And, and, our, and it's higher in our community. So if you take right. right. So it's even higher in the African American. Wow. Okay, you can continue. That's, I know it was. I know it was. Sixty so percent of people don't have a will, trust, and that's nothing. regardless of race. Right. Right. But mm. if you get into, if you break it down by race, it's even higher. Right. Right. For black people. Mm-hmm. And brown. Black and brown. Okay. So when you're thinking about a plan, your options are if you do nothing, which again most people don't. Um, what people are. are 
experience, their family's experience is called um, probate. Are you guys familiar with that? Okay. Yeah. I always tell people it's like a morbid scavenger hunt where people are trying to figure out what you own, where is it, what to do with it. And so the court says, um, since people don't know, then someone needs to be appointed over the estate so mm-hmm. that they can do the administration because the courts can't be in all these families' houses, right? right. So someone, as long as, in Indiana, as long as the person's over the age of 18 and they've not committed a felony, they can be appointed as the representative or administrator of the estate. Right. Some states, they call it as the executor, right? Yeah, you can be called the executor, executor, executrix, if yeah, you're okay, the, yeah, right. a woman. Um, but then what happens is, once you're appointed, um, we have to publish notice in the local paper. Because the court assumes if we don't know what you, what you own, we don't know who you owe either. Exactly. So it's called publication. We have to publicize your death and allow for creditors to file into the estate. Mm. Now, certain states, it's, the length is longer. So I think Texas, it's like six months. Indiana, it's thirty. It's 90 days, three months. Yeah. But they have to show evidence of the debt, swear under penalties of perjury that the debt still exists, and pay a filing fee to the court. If they do all these things, then they will have perfected their claim. Sorry, my head. But what mm-hmm. happens is, I think I'm on backwards. But what happens is, um, most of the creditors don't um, pay the filing fee. So then, what happens is, at the end of the 90 days, the the judge will dismiss the claim, mm. and so the judge will throw it out. It's called a 41 e dismissal hearing. They'll dismiss the claim in Indiana. 41 e dismissal, dismissal hearing. hearing. Yeah. So they'll throw it out for for fail to pay the fee. Oh, okay. Say it. Just okay. say it, bro. What you trying to say? So the claims, the claim is just a filing fee that you're paying. So, no, it's about one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. So right. what happens is, it, should I need to fake my death or something? And so what? creditors, creditors cannot pay it. Then Two come back secure? and then I'd be gone. Well, that's what. Typically, no, all right, let me stop playing. Well, what typically happens is most creditors don't pay the filing fee because right. they hire all these companies from out of state. And they don't know the rules. Right. And right. so then at the, so the attorneys, what we do is you, it's their job to prove the claim. Exactly. Right. And so if they don't prove the claim, we can just, we can neither affirm nor deny the claim. We can just be silent. Mm. And at the end of the 90 days, the judge will dismiss the claim. If they pay the filing fee to the court, then they will have perfected their claim. Oh. And then they have to go, they can file civilly. So they don't even know that they need to, some people don't even know that they need to pay yeah, well, in order that's to. That's not my to, job to tell right, them. Exactly. Right, exactly. Your job, if you're a creditor, Ooh. you need to know or get yourself an attorney who's here who can help you. Exactly. So we've had, we have a client who had to file a claim. They're here and we were able to, we had to file the civil suit so that we can make sure we perfect their claim. Gotcha. But if I, we would have failed to file that um, civil suit, then the judge could dismiss that claim. Hold gotcha. on. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, you could turn around. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I saw it because it said left and right. Yeah. There, we, there go. we go. Much better. And so what happens typically um, at the end of the 90 days, like I said, the claim is dismissed most of the time. So right. it's like a 50-50 chance whether or not the creditor is going to pay the claim. And so that's why people don't really like probate because it takes too long. It yeah. costs too much. Mm-hmm. Right. We got to wait these 90 days. For, um, to figure out if the creditor's going to file in. And then it costs too much because most attorneys are billable hour, mm-hmm. right? Because we're going on this morbid scavenger hunt. And most people didn't tell their people where their stuff is. Like, you don't know where he banks. You don't know where you bank. Right. Your people don't probably know where you bank, where your investments are. There's thousands of life insurance companies. So we're going on this morbid scavenger hunt. All And then people are grieving. And they're calling us. Well, I'm a flat fee attorney. But if they're a billable hour attorney, that's when it becomes really expensive. Where the real kicker is, people think, oh, when, if I die, they think they know where their assets go. And they really don't. Mm. So what typically happens is when you own things jointly, 
or if you have a beneficiary on something like a policy, like life insurance, retirement plan, or annuity, those are contractual um, agreements. So the minute a death occurs, ownership passes, even though the institution doesn't know that you've died. So someone has to come in with a death certificate, and then they'll know, oh, a death has occurred, and then they're going to distribute to the beneficiaries. Mm-hmm. But the beneficiaries, they don't get to know who the other beneficiaries are. They only get to know what they get. That's right. the beauty of that type of contract. Gotcha. Well, what happens is... How many people are you guys married? Any of you married? Yeah, I am. Okay. Yeah. So married people think they got it all figured out. Single people, they know they ain't got it figured out and they still ain't did nothing, which is even more of a problem. But, <laughs> Dang. but still Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, we didn't use that enough. <laughs> so in in your married situation, if you own everything jointly with your do you own everything okay, let me well most a lot of African Americans no, okay, listen, okay, let me bag it up. Ooh, so, hold so, on. Let me get over in my seat. Right, right. So a lot of times people in our community, in our culture, we have separate accounts with one joint account. Well, uh, it just kind of, so f- for me, for us, it's like um, certain situations are better for me to apply for without her. Right. And certain okay. situations are better for her to apply for without me. Right. Like, for instance, our cars are in her name, right. but our house is in my name. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But, like, we don't have, like, separate accounts. Like, our account is the same account. Okay, so your bank accounts and stuff are all joint. Yeah. Okay. Well, Outside of my business account. Right, right, right. Like, yeah. Okay, so what happens in our community, especially in the African-American community, you'll find that most of the people that are married, they have their own separate accounts and they have one joint account for, like, household expenses. That's how right. I thought it was supposed to be. Exactly. For real, I, mean, I ain't married. But I thought about that. Do you really feel that. like that's how it's supposed to be, though? I, like, no, I don't feel like that's how it's supposed to be. Me either. That's how I had it in my head, though. Like, no, you got one not, joint account where y'all, you know, decide what you know. Where did you, you, well, where did you learn that? I don't know. Do your parents like that? Uh, maybe I guess yeah maybe I think so gotta be yeah right? no they don't have to be it's oh, I'm saying that's, that gotta that gotta be yeah. where it come from <laughs> yeah you know usually what I mean? it does it is yeah. because most people in the other majority race when they're married everything is joint yeah and so what happens that feel a little scary don't it uh, maybe it's but me. why though that, I, I, probably because I ain't married. really quick really quick because I ain't found my really person quick. yet that's all I'm saying that's probably what it is I think in my head but I hear people say that all the time and I'm like. How does that make any sense, though? Like, what's what? What are you scared of? Like, if you marry this person, you already saying that you want to be with this person for the rest That's of your life. life. Yeah. yeah. So, what are you? What are you really saying? I don't know. I think I mean, they could just get up and, and turn and address him. Yeah. Like, are you scared? Are you scared to like? Are you scared to like that she gonna be spending your money or something? Oh, like, or no, like, or does she that. get to see what you paying for nope, and stuff? Because nope. you can get a play around account too. Right. I'm yes. just saying, if you really wanted to, because I want my shorty to know. I just feel like if everything joined, if she's like, you know what. Listen, she could take all the money. You're right. If she, that's but you could on. too. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you could too. Yeah, I See, could for my, sure. Uh, I could too. My, yeah, just yeah. like us. Like it work out. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not, you right. know what I mean. So, but that's what I'm saying, I would bro. Just, like, all if you trust joint, me like that, then you know right. what I'm saying. So like, I'll probably be cool. Wife, I just ain't be like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But but also, you can get a prenup, bro. There you go. I'm gonna trust, right? Yeah. Ain't that better than before. that? Okay, we're gonna, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We gonna talk about we we talk about trust. But that is weird though about that though. Like that is How a weird. Because all of my that. friends, that's what they do. They got I swear. where they pay the rent or they pay the mortgage, in a joint account, so, did a joint you do account that? or the bills. Did you do that? I have one account like that was joint, and then you was married. No, nah, he wasn't oh, married. Okay, yeah, nah, yeah, before okay, we was okay. married, actually, we actually had a joint account before we was married. We actually did. You ain't never had a joint account, Tom? Yeah, I did though for the business. Okay, okay. A lady of yours. Okay, okay. Yeah. 
But a lot of <laughs> a lot of people don't. So in our community, they don't. Right. Even though even though they may love each other. So what ends up happening is when you're married, if you don't own everything jointly, people think it all goes to the spouse under our law. In Indiana, it does not. Mm. The law says if you're married. And say you have an account, so the play money account. Mm -hmm. If you died, it goes 50% to your spouse, 50% to the kids. Oh, Mm. So our default is not 100% to spouse. Unless you have something to protect Unless you have either a plan to to say how it goes or if it's jointly owned or you have a beneficiary. Because if it's jointly owned... It's hers the minute a death occurs. So in my stories, I know there's only fellas in the room. Y'all going to die first in these stories. Do what you want, but you're going to die first in my stories, okay? Uh, (laughs) It is what it is. The statistics are, the odds are in our favor. It is. That's why life insurance is cheaper for y'all. That's crazy. Right, exactly. So so when it comes to um, our state statute, when you're when you're married, it it doesn't default to the spouse. If you're in blended families, that's a big thing too, because a lot of people get divorces, right? Yeah. And then they get married, or they you know get together with someone else, whether they're married or not. But let's talk about if they're married. Indiana says everything's split fifty fifty, just like if they were um, had kids together. But if they have no children together, and say they have a house, exactly the example that you're using, mm-hmm. you put the house solely in your name. Say you and your wife don't have any kids together. But you each have kids separately. Right. If you died with the houses in your name, the, your kids get the house. She your don't get wife. She only gets 25% of the equity in the house. Mm. So, they, so, so your it's like kids real, get evicted. Real, right. Yeah. That's wild. So imagine blended families. And that should be happening. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been through probate cases. families are blended. Where yeah. that has happened, though. Where they like, nah, it actually goes to the son. Yeah, it does. And she thought it was hers. Like it, It's not hers. I have done deals like that, bro. Remember, I used to do a lot of probates, I told you. Yeah. So, so that, and that happened. That, and that's the reason. Because if they, that's wild. if they had kids together, it would have been 50-50 because it was solely in his name. Right. So everything's 50-50. But if it's a kid from out of the... Which, no kind of, which kind of... Which uh, kind of... Like, you like, what does it really... What is six? It doesn't matter. It's, yeah. It's this kid's house. Now so are you the asking mom- the kid, like, hey, little Johnny, do you want to evict her? <laughs> no. She wasn't that nice to you. Well, no, well, it's going to go to the here? next person, the, well, the, their right. guardian, their right? It's going to be the kid's guardian or the kid's mama. Which was the, the ex. ex. There you go. Get Follow you up out of here. Yeah. She getting him out, right? Oh, yes, that. ma'am. You, you thought you were slick, but <laughs> right. not yeah. today. Not today, right. You're, you're done. This payback. That's but hilarious. You know, what? The, That's crazy. So a lot of sometimes people think, oh, well, I raised him or her or whatever. But what happens is the family drama gets in the way and they all fall out and then next thing you know the kids is evicting the wife wow yeah so it gets real it gets Sticky. real crazy mm-hmm. yeah. so what's some what's like some of the craziest stories that you done oh, give me a God. story I don't know. I don't a probate so estate we didn't have story. people forge, forge. Give, me, give me something Jennifer. i gotta i gotta hear it i gotta no. give we me had, one we, we from here uh, oh, give me one we didn't have people forge people's um signatures i didn't have people Forge wills by like trying to change paragraphs, but they didn't do, you know, in school you had to outline like A, B, C, indent, yeah. one, two, three, right. indent, you know, little I. They didn't know how to do that. And they just. <laughs> and they messed. And I caught it. I'm like, this ain't flowing. And then the, right. the fonts were off. So then you looked at the fonts and they didn't match 100%. And that's low key a federal charge, ain't it? It ain't federal, but uh, it is definitely a crime. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so um, when. 
you know, but you have to be able to prove they did it. That's the only right. thing. Now, of course, they're the ones preventing, presenting the, the will, so you can assume, okay, it, they probably did it, but you can't really prove it unless you, right. you know, dig, in the, dig in there. But essentially, I've had that. I've had, just today, matter of fact, one of, on our um, team call, one of my clients, or my team member, my paralegal said that uh, a lady called in. She's a beneficiary under an estate, and she's ready for the money. And this other lady is running it because the lady that died didn't have any kids. And all these people don't really know each other, right? Because it's such a, I don't know, they must not be a close family. I don't know. Right. I don't get into the logistics and right. all that. But exactly. Essentially, the lady, the beneficiary that wants some money now called in faking like she was the lady <laughs> that is our oh. client over the estate. And was, and was, and she, but she was dipping in and out of character. So. <laughs> <laughs> How's she doing? Just like, what? Uh, no, nah, I mean, well, wait, wait a minute. Uh, no yeah, way. That's fine. Yeah. It We're was, gonna handle it. I don't know how to go. I gotta go back to listen to the call because our calls are recorded for training purposes, yeah. internal or whatever. But essentially, she's, she's calling, playing like she's the woman over the estate because she wants her money now. Right. And so. But our team, we already know, we, we talked to this lady. We know her already, voice. Yeah. But she had gotten, I think, my law clerk, so she wasn't as familiar with the voice. Yeah. But we talk. It's not like we going to operate and go exactly. without each other. So it was, Yo, that's wild. Yeah. So I ain't never had anybody call, try to fake, you know, they somebody, Act like somebody, somebody else. else. <laughs> but, yeah. So. How do they feel like they going to get away with that? That's good. Like on AT&T or something. I don't. Like, you know, he on a Exactly. Hey, yeah. You know. <laughs> but not going to cut no real checks. But, um, but yeah, so somebody, that just literally happened today. That's crazy. Um, but and, t- tell me about that though. Like, so what's the best way of going about planning and what are the benefits of estate planning? Like, so, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if you are married, if you're not married, I mean, okay. So it just depends. I always tell people when you're thinking about a plan and a state plan, you need to think about the beneficiaries. They're the ones that are going to be receiving the money. Mm-hmm. Now there's also a period. Don't forget about what if you became disabled, right? So you always need powers of attorney for yourself, health mm-hmm. and financial, even if you're married, because if you try to call in about your 401k or say you tried to call the government or call any um, hospital or something like that, they're not going to speak to your spouse, your girlfriend, none of that. It, they're only going to speak to you mm. unless you have a financial power of attorney or a healthcare right. power of attorney, depending on if you're calling a financial institution or a healthcare institution. So you always want to make sure you have powers of attorney. Cause I've had people come to me and they got a will, but they didn't get the powers of attorney. Right. And most people are living longer, but not necessarily better. So you want to make sure you have those documents, whether you're married or single. Right. Um, but when you're looking at the beneficiaries, this goes back to your question about, okay, should it do a will or a trust, right? So those are the two avenues that you're going down. If you don't like the state statute, so if you don't like how the statute's dividing the money, right, then you have to get a plan that has instructions that says how it should be divided. Okay. So if you go get a will, what a will is, is it's a set of instructions that tells your property where to go. So you might say, all to my spouse. You may say, you have children? No. Okay. What you got going on? Like, we, who would you we, leave we, to? Hey, you know, we, we, we working on it in the future. You know, <laughs> at some point. He got nieces right <laughs> now. Okay, I got so, six of them. Okay, so, so who that, would you leave? Who would, if you, if something yeah, happened to you? My sister. My sister. Okay. My sister. So if you wanted to, if nieces. something happened to you, the default for you when someone is single with no children, not married, the default is your, your parents and your siblings equally. So if you didn't mm. want to go to all of them, then you would need to do some type of estate plan to say just to my sister. Does mm. that make sense? So if you got a will... What a will says is, okay, I'm going to my sister. Yours could say, oh, I don't want to split it between my spouse and my kids. I want to go all to my spouse, right? right? 
So you feel like you're in more control because then you're telling the money where to go. And yeah. you're also picking who does the work. This is on a wheel. You're on saying. a wheel. Okay. And you're also picking who does the work. That's why they're called your personal representative, right. right? Now, there are two things, though, about wheels that most people don't know. And the first is wheels only control things in your individual name. So when people have life insurance, retirement plans, beneficiaries, joint ownership on accounts, your will can't control those policies because they ha- they're contractually already spoken for. You already put a beneficiary, mm. you put an owner on that account, right? And the minute a death occurred, it already transferred it out already of your transferred. Sin- Yes, it already wow. transferred. So a will only controls something like that stray bank account, your play money. Some of these, if you're in crypto, like they don't sometimes right. let us put beneficiaries on it. Like it'll control those things that are solely in your name, mm-hmm. right? The second thing is, so, so if you wanted, say, a bank account to go to a specific person, you didn't want to go to your spouse, mm-hmm. you have to break, sever that joint ownership, meaning take all the money out of the account, like you said, exactly. and put it in a in a separate account. Look at me, he's going to be doing some dirty shit. Exactly. You're right. Go ahead. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, he's following that. So. Just don't marry her in the first place, right, man. That's go. all I'm going to tell you. Give him some good advice. I'm going to tell you that. That's why I'm still here. That's why I'm still here. I'll tell you about that later. That's why I'm still here. That's who you need to get next to here. Somebody, we got to get on the couch. Right, right. So, um, so essentially, um, when you so like I said with a will you have to uh, sever that joint ownership if you want the um, instructions to control the second thing most wills go all wills go through probate most people don't know that you know how you see on the internet people say oh well if um, you have a will if you had a will it wouldn't happen no if he would have had a will the same thing would have happened exactly because all the will does is tell the judge don't follow the default (laughs) you see what I'm saying right because the default is, is the default, and right. if you don't like it, you get the will to say, judge, don't follow it. So all wills go through probate. So when right. you see people say, oh, he should have got a will, he should have got a will, it would have never changed the outcome. Exactly. It still would have went to court. It should have still would have went to court, but at least we would have known who to give it to, right? right? It, unless someone's arguing about. It would have been, right. it, the will makes it easier going through probate. Correct. Yeah. Now Correct. tell me this. Oh, go ahead. It's the trust. Okay. Yeah, hold up. Before you go to the trust. So even with the will, a couple questions. With, if you have a will and say, for instance, um, the personal representative that you put on there, say you did it 30 years ago, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? The personal representative that you put on there, I know that they, they have to go through like a, they have to fill out paperwork and stuff so that they yeah. say, oh, this is your level of education and yes. this is this or whatever. Yes. And then the judge has to approve them still, right? Yes. Even even if you have a will though? Yeah. So it's a, you fill out an application. So back in the day, we used to have a hearing where you talk to the judge and make sure you qualify. Right. Now it's just an application. Yeah. You tell me where your name, where exactly. you work. You, did you graduate high school? Can you manage finances? Right. Have you committed a crime or felony or et cetera, et cetera? Now say they find out that this, this person, all right, they was cool at first, but now they a sting. Well, they're crackheads. Well, that's so. Like, I, I sound like Judge Dang. Mathis. He said, "Yeah, <laughs> he said I deal with people like you. You, you a crackhead? <laughs> nah, seriously. But, but now they find out. Okay, they on crack now. They didn't been in trouble five, six times. Then you know what I'm saying? Speak up. So one uh, of the beneficiaries or a family member who sees it and they're mm-hmm. concerned, they would have to speak up because the court doesn't know. Okay, like we're not doing background checks on everybody. That's why you're swearing under penalties of perjury, right? right? And so what ends up happening is with the personal representative, you have backups. Okay. So you may list one and then you'll have like two or three oh, okay. backups. Okay. Right. Yeah. In your plan. That makes okay? sense. Now, if you have minor children, you still need a will. 
for the guardian. So right. who will raise your children if you couldn't mm, do something for yourself? Exactly, guardianship. But what a guardian does is they make the legal decisions about the child. Like, oh, I want my child, he can live with his auntie, but right. I'm in charge. They can okay. go to this school. They can play this game. You know what I mean? They're in charge of the legal, legal. decisions. Okay. But when you do a will, you have trust underneath it, right? Because they're minors, so they can't own the money. Right. So you can separate who runs the money from who runs the legal, like their legal decisions. Okay. And so sometimes when people are like, man, I don't want my, you know, my baby daddy or my baby mama, you know, coming in. Well, yeah. if you separate the money, they might not come, right? Because right. a lot of times they come in because of the, the money. money is there. Yeah. So if you separate the two, then you can. But a trust under a will is called a testamentary trust. Okay. I mean, we have to go through probate. Testamentary, testamentary trust. Come, on, you didn't went to church Bible, right? Yeah. Last mm. will and testament. Uh, testamentary. Testamentary. Uh, but the minary, the minary part. The <laughs> come on, rebound quick. No, Second question off of that, though. like an executorist. Which you? Which that's a female yeah. right i get it yeah, I'm but saying. the second question off of that is say for instance you choose a personal representative you have a will can you tell them ex- like what you say has to go like yes, like absolutely. say for instance you like all right i got this personal representative i'm leaving a hundred thousand but i'm giving 50 here and 25 here and 25 here do they have to do what yes, you they say have on to do will? exactly what you, okay. what you tell them okay. now but the beneficiary doesn't Right, because so, that's already a contractual. Well, no, money. because it's theirs. Right, right. So that's like who it's going to. If whoever you give it to in a will, they put it in their bank accounts, their investment accounts. And they can do whatever the, they want to after they And they can do whatever they, they want. Yeah. So if you don't like, so when people talk about generational wealth, most money is spent, like 70% of the wealth is spent in the first generation, 90% is spent in the second. So most people's money is not passing from one generation to the next. So most mm. people are not experiencing generational wealth. Even if they are saving up generations of wealth, your families are not experiencing it because the people blow through the money as soon as they inherit it, right. which leads to the trust. Uh, right? So how do you, how do you combat that? How do you so, make sure that that continues to keep so if you wanna So if you want to control it, right, that's where the trust comes in. So we always leave money in trust for minor kids. But then the attorneys always say, at what age can the kid get the money? And you'll see it'll say 18, 21, 25, or 21, 25, 30. When you see that, that we're phasing checks, giving yeah. checks out of the trust, and they're putting in their bank account, and they're blowing through it. And so by anyway. the time they're in there, and there's nothing left. However, what you can do is you can do the concept, what most people talk about. There are over 120-something, hundreds of trusts, basically, yeah. okay? But I'm going to talk to you about the most common one, the one that most people do, which is the revocable living trust. Mm-hmm. I've heard That's okay. what we got. Okay. Mm-hmm. A revocable living or trust. Or irrevocable, I think. No, okay. Yeah. I'm about to tell you the difference. Maybe. It should, no, you got revocable. A revocable okay. trust is the one that you can change as long as you're alive. Yeah, yeah. Right? You're the trust maker because you created the rules. You're right. the trustee. you the boss, right? And it doesn't become irrevocable until a death occurs, meaning your last words are locked in stone. Mm. It does not mean the trust can't change. So people get that twisted. They think, oh, it's irrevocable. It's, 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 you know, cemented in stone. It's not. If you put flexible words in the trust. Mm. When you get an irrevocable trust, that's different. An irrevocable trust is a trust that typically high net worth individuals are setting up irrevocable trusts to move money out of their estate so that I if a death occurs, the the federal government is not levying an estate tax. That's what I think what we, we have. That's what we got. But yeah. if you got an irrevocable trust, you can't be the trustee. Yeah. Yeah, we can't yeah. be. We're not. So yeah. you can be the beneficiary while you're alive, but right. you have to ask someone else for permission for your money. Hold on, wait, run that back. 
So, I want to say that's the when, case, though. When it's, yeah, irre- when it's so. an irrevocable yeah. trust, someone else is running the money. Because for us to set up the, the bank accounts, we have yeah. to get... Uh, it's an irrevocable public trust is what we got. I got uh, and, and a private. I'm going to let you see. You got to look at them. Yeah, I'm going to have to look at them. It sounds like some shit. Nah, it's solid, though. It's solid. It's solid, though. Nah, it's solid. Did it dry up? It's solid, yeah. Say that again. Yeah, exactly. The, public the private, the private one is is the one that you keep and just make you know contract law or whatever. We still no, we that just don't got, even sound right. But okay. I'm going to tell you right now. Okay, All let right. me let me just Come tell on y'all. Then, uh, okay, somebody uh-oh. has sold y'all a widget and y'all should have paid that to me. Hold on, <laughs> we got a free. Hold on. Oh, well, then hold you, on. You, you, you pay for hold what you on. Get. Wait a minute. We got free? some questions. Wait, hey. wait a minute. Let me okay. look in the camera. Okay. Well, you got some. Hold on, real quick. Hey, you want to no, call him? Nah. You want to call him yeah, on the show? You want to call him because if you want to put him on the show, you want to pull him on the show? We can hook it up right here. On the okay, but let me explain let, let her it explain it. Let's, let, me, let's, let me get the Uh-oh. facts out to y'all first. We about to get it. Okay, so listen. <laughs> so a revocable living trust is a trust that you can change while you're alive. Okay. Right. When you do a trust, let me make sure this. Everybody, hear me clearly. Trust can avoid probate does not mean they will. Okay. Mm. With a trust, you have to retitle all your assets today in the name of the trust. I have a trust. I have a revocable living trust. My bank account doesn't say Jennifer Norton. It says Jennifer Norton um, living trust dated June 24th of 2010. Mm. My investment accounts, Jennifer Norton living trust. The beneficiaries on my life insurance policy, Jennifer Norton living trust. The deeds to my house. I own my house, right? But the mortgage is just a lien on it. So if I sell, I get paid back. You know, they get paid back first. Y'all know that. Yeah. Most of the public doesn't know that necessarily. They think, oh, I don't own my house. The bank owns my house. No, you own your house. So your deed, <laughs> I'm telling you, I have to tell everybody that. My bad. So no, people do say that. They that do. annoys me. Yeah, yeah. So you own your house. So the deed, I update the deed to reflect the name of my trust. My businesses. So I have multiple LLCs. Um, and The so trust I, owns that. Those. No, the LLC owns the business. My ownership interest in my business is coordinated with my trust, either through I updated the operating agreement to right. reflect the name of my trust. Like that's the member. The member on the LC agreement it is can the be. trust. It depends. If some like franchisees, like if you have a Culver's or something like that and stuff like some some agreements restrict you from oh, okay. updating the operating agreement. Uh-huh. So if you're restricted, then you have to do an assignment, which is a separate right. standalone document that says I sign all my rights, title and interest yeah, in this I know LLC what to the trust. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Hmm. Well, good. So we do an assignment for your business, right? Okay. Now, if you retitle all of your assets into the name of the trust, then your trust can avoid probate. It will avoid probate because the trust, the court sees a trust like a contract, just, right. just like life insurance and retirement plans. Okay. Because think of, a trust is nothing but a stack of papers, and we're taking the name of the stack and putting it on all the accounts. So whatever instructions we put in this stack of papers can control all those assets, mm-hmm. right? Now, if you, however, leave too much outside of the trust, because when you put things in trust, it's called fund the trust, funding. You have to fully fund the trust. But say you have that stray money, that little play money account. You forget to put it in the trust. Mm -hmm. You forget to change the ownership or you forget to put a beneficiary, the trust as a beneficiary. So when the death occurs, it's outside the trust. When you get a trust, you still get a will. It's known as a pour over will. It says, if I forget something outside the trust, go get it and pour it over to my trust where all my terms are. Mm -hmm. Because remember, wills are public. So anybody can see what's in the will because it's Mm -hmm. with the court. But when you do a trust, the will doesn't say anything, but I have a trust. Right. To to try and keep it private, right? 
But you have to go through, remember, all wills go through probate. So if in, in Indiana, if you leave more than, as of July, July 1st of 2023, if you leave more than $100,000 outside of the trust, with no joint ownership, no beneficiary, and we have to use the will to pour it over to the terms of the trust, then the entire state can go through probate. Mm. Even though we're only probating one asset, but you're opening it up to all the creditors. But that happens, so you may get a trust and may put certain things inside the trust, but don't, you know, you just don't get around to it just because that's exactly. tedious work, yes. and you still end up going to probate anyway. And that's what people don't, don't yeah, they don't know that. Uh, they think, I just got a stack of papers, and it's a trust, that. and I'm done. But then when they come to my office, I'm like, and I got some high net worth clients, like some athletes, I got some celebrities, and I'm like, who you got? So, you gonna, you gonna I can't tell that. Okay. I turn client privilege. But when they come in, I'd be like, hey. I tried it. <laughs> I'll say, hey, <laughs> you got trust. What's, tell me what's on your bank account. What names on your bank account? What names on your businesses? Michael Jordan. It don't say nothing. No. It, it'll be just their name. Hey, y'all can help you. No, it, you know, um, it'll be just their name. It doesn't even say the trust. So guess what? Their entire state will go through probate. Yeah. And so what happens is a lot of people have trust. And the, what the people told them is if you get a trust, you won't go through probate. No, if you get a trust and you don't retitle your assets, you're definitely going through probate. And most people will. That's a gem right there. I did not know that. Yeah. So when yeah. you get a trust, you and you, like you say, um, you got to stay on top of it all the way till the death. And because yeah, that's a lot of work, because it's always changing, especially yeah. high net worth. But if you, you got high net worth people, bro, you gotta have that executive yeah, yeah. assistant do that yeah, shit, yeah, man. For like, sure. I'm just saying, you know like, hey, can, you, can you just can make sure I take so care of this? People well, don't. I can't see it. Yeah, that's not like because, like, think you know, about right now, money in a lot of different ways. You probably just, got a thousand dollars somewhere right now, bro. That's out there where you like. But just think if you if you had ten times the amount of money that you got right now, that thousand dollars might be a hundred thousand. It might not seem that much to you, but now that just puts you in jeopardy of your whole entire. Every state state. Is, and every state is different. So some states it's twenty five thousand. Right. Sometimes it's, some states it's ten. Indiana before July first of twenty twenty three it was fifty thousand. So they went up because most people's wealth is in their house, their real estate, right. and so and it wasn't in the trust. And it, well, the good thing about when you do trust based planning, the attorneys will do the deed because they oh, okay. realize the public can't do the deed. Right. But everything else, like I'm already saying, the bank accounts, investment accounts. They get tired, you yeah. know what I mean? Or it gets rejected. Yeah. And then they be like, I'll just do that next week. I'm going on vacation. And so you look up, and that's why people don't have everything in the trust. Hence why we in our practice have a maintenance program. Because we're going to make sure your assets, every Ooh. year we look at your assets and make sure that everything is coordinated. Jennifer, now you talking that talk now. Yeah. Yeah. Talking that talk now. Okay. Looking for my so wallet, man. So I need to go ahead and get her on a retainer. So, seriously, man, I'm so. So, so what? What is? What comes within the maintenance? What is that? The maintenance program. So our maintenance program. What we're doing is when your law, when the laws change. So let me take it another. List. I'm gonna take two steps. Let me tell you two more things about a trust. Okay. And you're not gonna find these in forms, and you're not gonna find this with a non-attorney because they ain't smart enough. I paid a hundred thousand for this degree. Mm. I don't know what they paid, but I know that we ain't equal. Mm. Okay, so the thing that I do that was know, deep. <laughs> the thing that I do know. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, sometimes you gotta pop your collar because they are thinking we equal and we are Facts. not equal, Woo. like nowhere near. Facts. Okay, so <laughs> when it comes to hey. 
I'm glad you came over here and talked man. Talk. Time out. We too hot in here. We too hot. We got to let it calm down, bro. Phone too hot. <laughs> but really, though. I'm no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. So when it comes to a trust, okay, so the first gym, like you said, you got to retitle everything. The second gym is this. When you get a trust, there are two ways to draft the terms. Most people have the basic terms that replicate a will, meaning when the death occurs, just imagine you got trust. We put everything in it. We funded the trust. So all, we're going to avoid probate. Well, if we look then to look to the terms of the trust, if the terms say give the money to you outright free of trust, that means you can put that money in your bank account, your investment account, but all under your social security numbers. So if you have lawsuits, creditors, divorces, then your estate is available to that creditor. Your estate's tied to your social security number. So if, imagine if your parents left you assets and they did a trust and they gave it outright, then you get a divorce. You get in a car, bad car accident, mm. and you owe, and they sue your estate, and you don't have the liability protection to protect it. They can come after you personally, which means the inheritance. They're gonna take all the inheritance. A, absolutely. So, and that's how most people's this trusts real. are drafted, and those are how the forms online that you guys love to pay thousands of dollars for, but don't want to come pay me thousands of dollars. That's okay. But you'll see me eventually on the other side when it comes to probate. Trying to right? fight for him. <laughs> right. So it's, I always say, you help me. See, you, you better pay me. You better off paying me up front than later. And doing that maintenance. Pay me now, pay me later. It don't matter. But you know what happens is the, the other way that you can do a trust is the way that we recommend. And so do my really good friends that do trust based planning, mm-hmm. which is you can leave assets in trust for generations. That's why we know about the Rockefellers and all these wealthy families that have mm. left money in trust. Well, those are called accumulation trusts, or I'm not even going to get too technical on you, but essentially what happens is when a death occurs, if you, don't give, if you give the money to the beneficiary, it goes in their bank accounts, the IRS can track it, right? That's okay. what they want to do. They want to be able to track the money and right. make money. If you lead assets in trust, the IRS says, well, hold up. How are we going to track this money? So we got to go get an EIN, just like your LLCs, mm-hmm. a federal yeah. employee identification number. I would say it's like a little trust let. So say you have three kids. We have three trust lets three different EINs on mm. their um, inheritances. So mm-hmm. imagine you have a bank account. Say you have a bank account, a retirement account, um, life, life insurance, insurance, retirement. When you die, your kids are going to consolidate, and you got a house. We're going to consolidate all that, sell the house, turn it all into cash, right? And then what we're going to do is we're going to, or, or if it's retirement, we'll split the accounts. But essentially, they're going to set up one bank account, one investment account, and one, um, they might have uh, a retirement account. And even though you may have had three life insurance policies, three bank accounts, they're consolidated. Down up. Yeah, they're to one. To one. Compressing and it, so yeah. it's going to say child one irrevocable, because it became revocable, became irrevocable, irrevocable trust with not the child's social security number with the EIN. Mm-hmm. So if they go get lawsuits, if they it's go not get them, them, it's not them. If they have, so you're keeping the same thing that you had, now they keeping the same thing it's going. only it's, it's, it's its own it's, entity so you, hey, that's so wild. that's different from a re, so what's that called accumulation so trust? it's like an accumulation trust like when you're you're allowing the, the assets to accumulate they're like you're yeah. leaving it in trust that makes sense so is that different from a revocable trust well no because the revocable okay. living trust started out right you under right. your social right. and irrevocable once you pass once you pass it became because your social security number died 
Right, right, and right. And you're not running the money anymore. You left it in trust. Okay. It has its own EIN, and you picked who runs the money. If you have minors, you might have to pick who runs the money, right? So how do you get the, to the accumulation? I understand what that the is, accumulation is, but do you need to do file anything? You have to have certain language in your trust. Oh, okay, okay. To show that you've held it in trust. But if you go look at your trust, nine times a ten, you'll see that it says pass the money outright free of trust. When mm. you see outright free of trust, think, no asset protection. Exactly. Mm. You want to leave assets in trust because then it has the EIN. And, I, and then you got the protection still because it's not true. It's, it's separating between It's separate. You. So, okay, now we're about to get a little bit more advanced. We're about to get a little bit more advanced for, for the people that really think they know, okay. right? Because I don't know, but you're going to be able to follow me at least. I am. So I hear that it's the way that you can have this Rockefeller method of being able to have your own family bank, like, and be able to find, okay, see, just let uh, me finish it out, though. Just let me finish it out. Oh, where you yeah. can, where you can, where you can fund it still, like, you, like, just for no, lack of a better word. Hold on, just let, let me say, let me say it for the people, okay? Let me say it for the people. I'm, we they, need to stop re-telling this stupid right. ass story. Damn, uh, I see. I see. But go ahead. All right, so basically, the gist is, and I may be getting some stuff wrong here, y'all. I'm not an attorney, yeah, clearly. I didn't pay $130,000 for it. We are different. Yeah. <laughs> that was no shade on you. You're Facts. Not, you're not trying. Facts. You're not trying to sell it. You, you're just trying to be a recipient. I'm just trying, trying, to, I'm just trying to understand. Here trying we go. To be a smart consumer. So basically, basically, the, 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 the word on the street is that you can, you know, start a trust. You can put all your stuff in there, life insurance, assets, all that type of stuff. And then when you pass away, that actually is able to get funded to the next generation. Tax and then free. they can tax free and then they can borrow from that trust if they want to go in okay. build businesses and different things like that. Part that. Okay. Makes sense, don't it? They, and then they die and then you So we you know, ain't so we yeah. ain't sure die. Yeah, look, okay. look, look. We got some part. I'm talking about the borrowing okay, effect okay. of where you can borrow from the trust instead of from like going to a bank. Okay, but, but you listen, can have though, a family but bank. Listen, no. You know what I mean? We don't have to be a family like that. Okay. <laughs> Right, because they're not all gonna agree, and y'all trying to run a trust like a business. Right, trust is not a business. Right, right, right. Because you and most likely they not all gonna agree. Exactly. So stop <laughs> trying to do about that. It. What happens is, <laughs> yeah. But you are. It is a, a little bit of truth in that. So when you leave an an, an uh, inheritance in trust, mm-hmm. right, and it's protected. If the beneficiary pulls the money and goes and uses it, it's left the protected state and it's unprotected if they had an issue, right? Say, say they pulled a hundred thousand, they wanted to go do whatever the case may be, fifty thousand, whatever. And then it goes south and somebody's now after them for the money. They're gonna, if they don't, if they already spent the money, they're gonna come after them personally for their own personal assets, right? Right. So there's no protections. But what a trust, what you can do is when I leave an inheritance to my son, if he needs the money, the trust will loan him the money. Mm-hmm. And then he can pull the money out and in its place is a note. So then if he did have a lawsuit or some type of creditor, I'm a first in the trust is a first in line creditor of the of uh, his estate because at the time we did the note, we didn't know he had a creditor. You see right. what I'm saying? So it's not fraudulent. Exactly. So then what happens is if he has a creditor, a divorce, a lawsuit, before you pay that money to the divorce, you got to pay me first. I'm the first creditor. Mm. So you can put the money back into the trust to pay out to pay it, but you're not using it like a bank. Like that's not how you use the trust. Uh, so you can't. That's not a way. That's not a savvy. Uh, it can be. Uh, you know it what can I mean? Be, a way to, but, but you have to do it the right way. You it, well, it's just got to be. What's the right purpose, right? So you're pulling all the inheritance out, and first of all, your parent has to let you. 
right? We didn't talk about the, the beauty of leaving assets in trust is you can control the wealth. So we talked about how the money never makes it from one generation to the next. Well, what a lot of my clients do is they'll put stipulations. They'll say, oh, when you inherit the money, you only have access to interest only. No principal. Mm. Because money typically doubles every nine years. So when I tell people when they're trying to get an estate plan, you need to think if you died in the next two years. That'll help you make decisions quicker. Because you're never going to get every contingency in a trust. I mean, in your trust or in your will. If you keep waiting around till you get all the contingencies filled out, you'll never get a plan because you'll never gonna, you're never going to you're never going to solve all wow. those things. Say that again because I feel like that's even was my problem too. It was just like, shoot, like I I got so much what? that I feel like I want to do with it, but it's like yeah, no. You, now it's been three years already. Exactly. So what you just <laughs> you know what so I'm saying? All you got to do is say, okay, I'm gonna do an estate plan, and I'm just gonna imagine if I died in the new, next two years, how do I want that to play out? Who are the backups? Who are the because you want to build succession, like right, right. So what ends up happening is when I do my plans, just let's just do the math. So I have an 11 year old uh, son. And if I died, just say my, for easy math, just say my state's a million dollars. Okay, when he becomes, so he's 11, and when he becomes, at nine, when he becomes 20, then that one becomes $2 million. When he becomes 29, that... Um, two uh, becomes four. Two becomes four. When he goes from 29 to, what, 30, 38, four becomes $8 million. Right? But 30, if they was taking loans out of it, trying to start their own all-star you, business. You up, ruined all the compounding. You didn't mess everything up. Because people don't realize how quickly money compounds. Yeah. And so what happens is when you leave money in trust for children, so what, instead of phasing those checks out at 18, 21, 25, and it's leaving that protected state for the unprotected state, what you can do is you can phase access in. So if you imagine a plane, what I did for my son is while he, He's under the age of 22. I pick 22. You can pick whatever age you want. I mm-hmm. pick 22 because boys mature. Sorry, guys. Slower. Your, your mind you going to stop. Hey, you going to stop saying this Sorry, now. Sorry, guys. Hey, Shoot, this is scientific. I was mature. Hey. I'm not making nothing up. This is all Facts. scientific. Hey, don't put. Don't, hey. <laughs> this is all scientific. I ain't, I ain't putting nothing on y'all y'all don't deserve, okay? They be treating dudes wrong, man. We get the end of the boot, Listen, man, these days. Nobody said you can. Especially men, men. I, I really. Hey, hold up real quick, though. I know you're not doing this, but to the listeners, out there I'm over here holding a pillow while I'm saying this <laughs> he's sad about it he's sad real sad you need a hug hey man us real men these days for real dominant men these days is getting treated dirty man they giving us the other leg of the boot, man, and, and it don't feel good. I'm just letting everybody know that. Listen, but you can be the exception. Dang. You know, you just got to find a way to be the exception. That's crazy. But essentially. Can't be kings no more. Well, yeah, you can't. While he's under the age of 22, I picked who runs the money, right? So I picked who I want to run the money. Okay. He's think of him as sitting in the back of the plane. At 22, then he can come to the front of the plane. Now, he mind you, he could be going to the meetings, learning about financial stuff, but his name doesn't really get on the accounts until 22. He can actively participate right. at 22, but he's there with the people I picked. So he has to be able to convince one of them that what he's wanting to do is a good, you know, a good thing mm-hmm. or beneficial. It, right. That's his only way to like, have the, power. In correct. It. Yeah. And then from 22... I picked 40 because the world's wealthiest individuals in this country didn't believe their children were ready to run their own finances to 40. And I always tell people, think about when you hit your financial stride. Most people are not going to say until in their 30s. Most people will say, oh, I was 30, I was 32, I was 35. You know what I mean? That's when I felt like I got my stuff together. Mm. And, but yet you see people leaving money to their kids in their 20s. But, but they're, they're not putting their own wisdom even in their own plan because they're accepting forms. 
And so what happens is <laughs> she keep going back to them forms. Hey, I, you do what you do. <laughs> I don't, but whatever. You know. So what ends up by the time that he's forty, he can press eject on his co-pilot, right? But he's mm. already in the air, so it's my map, right? Hold up, that was hard. You that was hard. Right. You did this. Before. That was a few hard. times. <laughs> Listen, we are whatever. talking about what do you say the, the chair of? We're t- we're what are you the chair of again? Oh, I'm the um co. I'm the vice chair of the National Bar Association's trust trust in the states. So section. she's not just talking. What she else? is different. I am the. When I leave here, I'm also the president of the Marion County Citizens Police Complaint Board. So when people complain about the police. We're the civilian review board. I got something the about them because look. Well, give me the number. I'll get you I'm to my executive director. Of, no, I'm <laughs> you can file your complaint. Um, but no, I'm on a lot of stuff. I'm on the uh, uh, CICF, the Central Indiana Community Foundation. I'm on their senior fund board. We give out a million dollars a year for not-for-profit organizations that help seniors. I mean, I'm on a lot of stuff. I'm on wow. the African American Legacy uh, Fund in Indiana. We try to fund black, you know, boards that are led by black people, majority black people that help black issues, um, et cetera. Jennifer, can we go to some of these charities? Like, where are these dinners at? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, invitation. Or sure, I'm happy to put you on all I the can list. Dress up. You was where, at the Afro American. You uh, was there at the Afro thing, Afro thing at Newfields. At New, uh, I don't know. I might have been out of town. I was there. Oh, you, were, you was there. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I was there. I was. Did you go? I did. Did you see my sister there? I didn't see her. You was there for real? Yeah, I was there, but I was taking my kids in Newfields. I saw. I see that they was right there. So I, I, I took a picture, yeah. you know. But there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot to <laughs> nah, get involved. No, I did. In. I said, damn, I I wasn't invited to this. Therefore, we need them charities, man. Okay, well, I will put y'all on the list on some stuff. But um, but to finish the story, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but to finish the story, <laughs> essentially, when when he, because he's in the air and he's on my map. And that money doubled to $8 million. Remember, we got them to 38 and it was $8 million. Well, the stock market does typically does better than 4%. If you do 4% of right. $8 million, my son only needs to live on interest only. Why does he need the principal? Exactly, because he ain't going to be spending. He's going to be spending it on it. And by this time, don't get it wrong. Like, this is if he's flat broke, not doing exactly, nothing. Exactly. He's still going <laughs> uh, to contribute to society. Never. Exactly. So what you can do is, and this is why I say every two years and why the maintenance program works, because... We're going to revisit your plan, right? Every he's two gonna, years? Yeah, because he's going to grow up, right? He might get affiliated with the right people, the wrong person, get the wrong girl, you know what I mean? Whatever the case may be, have influences from his family members that I don't appreciate. And so I can make course corrections on his inheritance, right? As well as who runs the money. Because people, like you said, what if they become, what if they become dope fiends? What if they- so yeah. you are like a GPS, basically. I am. Can oh. you do people out of state, too? Yeah, so if you're doing a trust, okay. I can. Um, certain states you can't, like California, New York, and Florida. Sure, right. so the person in not California Florida. that I, I was college. talking about. Well, you got to wave in. So even though I've been practicing 14 years, in certain states after 10 years, I can wave into the state depending on what the requirements are. But I'm not taking nobody's test anymore. I'm, I'm done with yeah. it. You know what I mean? That's, that right. days is over. Yeah. So usually I can co-counsel one of my colleagues. I'm also on the National Network of Estate Planning um, of Attorneys. I'm on their boards or whatever. So I have colleagues all across the country that I can use right. their licensing. Or okay. I can waive into states if I so choose. Got you. Uh, real quick, another waiver on, on, on another. I said waiver. I, I'm trying to sound smart, but that was I used it in the wrong context. But uh, <laughs> no, nah, seriously. Can you speak to the other myth? What? Of like what he like how like how fast he just act like he knew what the hell he was talking about. 
Talking about, no, I ain't getting no uh, prenup. I'm getting a trust. Well. So tell me. <laughs> she sounded like she was with me, though. Uh, tell me. We might tell, be on the same. Okay, so tell yeah. me, are your, is it better yeah. to get a trust or a prenup or both and why? Okay, so a prenup is a while you're alive, right? So that a trust, is, a trust helps protect assets out of death. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're doing an irrevocable trust, even what people don't know is the federal government child support and sometimes divorces they can penetrate trusts oh really not really divorces it depends like if you're doing like yeah. if you're trying to deceive you're moving things into you know you're right moving. right right then they're catching you because the, it's like i see the paper trail defraud, you're yeah doing you're trying yeah. to defraud them you know what i mean so what happens is people there is no there's never a blanket answer for anything okay because in the law everything's um, moves on a fact. So one fact can throw everybody's fact pattern off, right? Mm. That's why I say when you look at what type of planning do you look at the beneficiaries? Because some people will say, oh, my beneficiaries, they're they're good. They're well off. Well, in Indiana, I might tell somebody, well, get a will, but we're not going to use the will. We're not even going to go through probate because Indiana allows us to put beneficiaries on everything. Like in Indiana, we can do a transfer on that deed. Y'all see that on, right, on, yeah. on, on property. Yep. That's like yeah. putting a beneficiary on real estate. So that the minute death occurs, ownership has, yep. then they just got to do the affidavit, the yep. airship or the survivorship affidavit. You can put beneficiaries on cars in Indiana. You can put wow. beneficiaries on LLCs in Indiana. Not wow. every state allows you to put beneficiaries. And then, of course, on bank accounts, life insurance, um, uh, investment accounts, stocks, bonds, those all allow beneficiaries yeah. naturally. Some of y'all better move to Indiana. Right, exactly. That's one come thing on we did get right. So yeah, we we all get this real estate up. <laughs> I know y'all want to buy boys from Cali come buy our stuff up for double the price. Come yeah, on, exactly. Man. And so, so you really can if you're if, if you say, "Oh, my kids are doing well. I just want to avoid probate, avoid the cost of attorneys. I just want to get it to them. They're gonna do fine. They're gonna do better than me." We can do a, we can do beneficiaries on everything that they own, right? Mm. But if you are concerned about the beneficiary you're concerned about the wealth you want to control how it's used you don't like the person's spouse you have a special uh, child with special needs um somebody who's disabled then you might be looking at a trust because you need to control how the money is used make sure it doesn't disqualify them from governmental benefits so a trust is all about or estate planning in general is all about the beneficiaries who are they, and what are you trying to do? Right. Jennifer, you know what I realized? What? You are super smart. Man. <laughs> I knew you were just about to say you that. You sitting up here making you me like. super smart. You making that me feel is, smarter. Um, that is unbelievable. Well, I feel you. smarter after today. Let me ask you this, though. <laughs> okay. So why, I ain't why even is planned. it <laughs> another, another myth? Maybe not a myth. Okay. Maybe not a myth. Okay. It might not be. You might have some half-truths in there. <laughs> maybe, maybe some half-truths <laughs> in this one. Why is it so hard to work with attorneys if you're not an attorney and not coming to be a client? Well, so, you know, like, like how can other people like for how do how do people just add value to attorneys? Well, OK, so the thing is to try to build a relationship, you know. One, you got you got to like the person. So attorneys, yeah. we're not all the same, clearly. Right. And some are very, they've taught in that old regime, right? Where it's just, you know, it's billable hour. Come get your stuff. Good right. day. I don't want copies of your stuff. Don't come back to me. You know what I mean? This is a transaction. And yeah. Good day. And then there are other times, there's a trend where people are going more towards the relationship model of, of working with attorneys um, because things do change. Yeah. And it's easier to get your next client through your existing client. So why tell one client you just got 
good riddance and not see, I'm not gonna see you again when really if I just kept you close nine times a ten you gonna see your cousin your mother your friend your right. brother you know what I mean yeah so and it's kind of like in real estate right when y'all Absolutely. y'all keep those relationships with your buyers and stuff because then they gonna send their friends exactly et and so the Referral models based. are just, yeah relationship it's more, business absolutely and so the the other reason why people don't like working with attorneys is they are very much known for being deal killers Right. Because right. they think they know everything. Right. <clears throat> I, I know. I don't know everything. I just know estate planning. And I know people that don't know estate planning. I can spot somebody that don't know estate planning. Right. You know what I mean? But I don't know criminal defense. I leave that to my best friend, Katie Jackson Lindsay. I don't know divorce. I don't know. Like, I stay in my lane. Mm-hmm. But they think they do, though. But they think Some they do. Them. And that's why people don't like working with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd be like. Why did you say that? That doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? It's, right. And what happens is they want to be the person that. um that that told the client right instead of just talking to the professional behind the scenes y'all coming as a unit and be like actually we did some more research and we decided that this was probably the best route rather than blaming each other saying oh you got it wrong i got it right so you need to be listening (laughs) to me more than you listen to him right and so that's why people don't like working with attorneys. Is it just the sense. ego? Basically? It's very much ego. They're uh, they're type A people. They want they think they know everything. They mm-hmm. want to um, get it right. They want to be first. It's very much ego. <laughs> so what's separate? Because I don't feel like you like a normal attorney. I know everybody like, always that, says that. Why? That, I don't know. Because I'm just chill. I don't. I'm just <laughs> and so much experience. You're just kind of like people are fighting it's over different. the wrong things. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. mean like it. It's going to go the way it's going to go, and everything that we give you is a blessing anyways. Right. And so, you know, I'm not, I'm, I believe that I'm, I'm in my gift. Like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And so I will do a lot of things knowing that maybe I don't get anything financially from it, but I'm going to be blessed regardless. Right. And so some people don't believe that, or they don't op- operate in that spirit. Yeah. And so guess what? They don't, they don't get the same thing. I'm like, and that's real. So I, I, I know we want to do one thing. What? I know we want to build a relationship with you. Okay. I know we want to be able to do some type of potential business. Absolutely. I'm doing it. I just want to figure out how we can do that. Yeah. So, I mean, when it comes to real estate, so this is the thing, though. Um, one, you already know this because when you do come. He across- don't know what I probably do. <laughs> You got if you about to say anything him. about commitment or anything like this, me. Not him. Oh wow! Come on, come on, come on. He come. I gotta come double his heart. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah, know what he's coming back that. with. Wow, that was that was he slice. <laughs> I mean, I'm here though, ain't I? Yeah, yeah. You show a little bit of commitment though. Now I'm just saying, show a little bit of commitment that we here. Pause. But I'm saying, this is the longest standing relationship. Yes. <laughs> and if hey, he ever leave me, he's gonna leave me on, on me. Valentine's Day too. No, I'm not. Oh wow. Hey, wow. hey, hey, can I say that? Oh can I say go ahead, T, go ahead. This Here dude didn't break up with everybody on Valentine's wow. Day. Oh, you're weird. Listen, it happened like that. It hey, wasn't supposed to. Wow. It just <laughs> happened like that though. If, yeah. if you if you I said enough good blessings out there, I see And then they birthday it. one of them they birthday was on Valentine's Day, I think. Why are you sitting so close to him? You don't need any of that mojo. Right. But listen, you I'm hyping him up. To, I'm trying to I pour said it can air it out now. Look, him. now y'all looking at me all weird and crazy and stuff. <laughs> listen, you you had to be there. All right? Don't don't oh, don't wow. believe the hype. Okay? But no, go ahead. What was you about to say though? I don't even know. You threw me what you said something you probably know this better oh, than he does. Maybe too. You gotta pick up oh, what tag oh, yeah. team. Y'all gotta tag you in, brother. About, finish it. I was talking about probate. I was saying oh. so because you do a lot of probate, 
a lot of attorneys like myself come in for sure in a state planning attorney because we can get people's names off deeds, right? So right. whether it's um, we got to do the airships, we got to do some probates, but we can and we can prepare the deeds. We can do the quick yeah. claims, we can do the warranties or whatever you need. Yeah. So that's an easy, um, uh, an easy win for working with a state planning attorney like myself. Right. And then two. I mean, most of the families that you're coming across, especially if they're trying to sell stuff like, oh, my loved one's sick and you know what right. I mean? So there's easy, um, easy relationships there because if they're sick on my end, they're trying to sell a house. I need to find, have a realtor. If they're sick on your end, do you have powers of attorney to sign this closing paperwork? You know what I mean? Right. So there's plenty of um, opportunity to work together because of you're seeing what's going on with the family dynamics. Absolutely. And, in, and sometimes they're venting like, oh, I'm, I need this house because I got little kids. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so those are opportunities where you can say, oh, well, I, you know, do you have a plan? Or is, if something happens to you, because like I said, the house is the biggest asset for most people. Yeah. So, I mean. Imagine your realtor is the one telling you, man, you know, this is your house. You need to protect it. Do you have a state plan? How many people are saying that? Right. You know what I mean? How many people are even going the extra mile to make sure that they can keep this asset that they work so hard for and their first time home buyers or whatever. So like I did something for the um, Habitat for Humanity. I did their home buyer program. I did Edna Martin Center's home buyer program. Came in and just talked about this is the main asset. Yeah. You need to have a plan for it. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I think that's what we want to do. You know, yeah. we can do we uh, over the years have built up just an array of tools, right, yeah. to be able to help just to fa- like, do you got a go to person right now? What for us for um, for them taking all the heavy lifting off your plate for as far as real estate goes? I don't have a necessarily go to person, but my son's father. Ooh. He's a real estate. <laughs> 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 so that's kind of that's a tough compete, man. Yeah, I don't but, know if I, I mean, can. Uh, but you can spread the love, you know. Oh what I mean? man, yeah. that's a tough one right you there. Can spread, but it is you. It is Sheesh, hard. man. Yeah. He got but in. I'm like, dang, if I give it to you, then my son don't. Get yeah, it. that's what uh, I'm, that's wow. what I'm saying. That's no, nah, but I can give it. But you know, but really though, sometimes. Sheesh. Sometimes certain personality types work better with certain people. Yeah, so absolutely. It's, so I don't say I have a go-to. I have a, a bunch of realtors that I use and that use me. And I try to, like I said, I try to always feed them back stuff. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like, so I'm, for, not a, I'm not a hoarder. Yeah, right, yeah. So for us, we do like, um, just to explain too, because we do like, it doesn't matter really what the, obviously, you know, we like to, you know, purchase their house and fix it up mm-hmm. or flip it or whatever it is. But sometimes it's different. Sometimes they just... Need a lockbox, yeah. or oh, yeah. you know, they want to keep it. They got some money, right? Um, they need the house to be cleaned out. Yeah. Sometimes it's not always like a sale, a sale exactly. right on in. You know, it might be just helping them, and then they just need to just get this all cleared out. We want to yeah. have, it, you and we know. need market analysis too. So, yeah. like when they're trying to like buy amongst the family because they're trying to exactly. Really so they may want to you know buy yeah. through there. So, so it's a lot. Can, we can we so can help them out in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um. So you know, I just yeah. had to. Put I'm that not. Out a, I'm no hoarder. I share. <laughs> Listen, you on the list. Sure. Y'all on the we'll list. We'll, we'll, we'll bring it back. And well, we're gonna like be in touch. That was super dope. That was. We're gonna be in touch a lot here. And like I said, and I know this for our listeners, man. We all got smarter today. Yeah. Seriously. Thank you. So much was, for having me. We might have to do a part Definitely. two. We can. We, I, there's, there's a lot of stuff I ain't even. Or an event. I think this is event worthy. This is event like, worthy. Because we, we do have multiple events like a year and stuff like that. And we do bring in people to talk about different stuff. And we haven't brought somebody in to talk about 
what you're talking yes. about, estate planning, et cetera. And we get a lot of our people in the building. Like when yeah. we, Especially our community. We done had like, you know, 300 people okay, on our well, last event. Need, so. hey, wherever, I'll go wherever you want me to go. That's what I tell people. That's, you call me, I'm coming. <laughs> ah, we appreciate you, man. I love it. Well, I love um, it. Anything else you want to say to the people before we get out of here? Where can they find yeah. you? Where can they find um, you? You can find me. Okay, like I said, I'm at 3750 North Meridian, Indianapolis, Indiana, if you're here. So off of 38th and um, Meridian. Um, on the third floor. I'm on also forms of social media as Norton Estate Planners. That's my uh, law firm. Um, I'm the Legacy Strategist on Instagram and TikTok. Ah, um, did you know that's ours? What? Legacy Home Buyers. Oh, no. <laughs> See, that. listen, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> See, I'm the strategist. <laughs> and we the buy, you, you know okay, what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's that's me on, um, we already okay. locked in. on the uh, social media. But, um, yeah, I mean, you follow us. We got um, events going on all the time, especially on Facebook. You see them on Facebook, LinkedIn. We're on all forms of social media for the most part. But I guess well, the one parting thing I can say is in our community, we love to, like, um, keep secrets, right? We don't like mm-hmm. to talk about money. We don't like to talk about wealth. I think the biggest miss in our community is just because you talk about it, it doesn't mean someone has to know int- intimately your finances. Mm-hmm. I think um, I always tell people, whoever you believe is going to cause the, tr- uh, the trouble, the drama, the problems, you're absolutely correct. They are. Mm-hmm. So you might as well go ahead and have the discussion now and just get it out the way, yeah. right? Dang, that's a hundred. I, I love it. Drop. <laughs> my, my, my head is we appreciate like y'all. Um, this is actually episode thirty nine. I almost said I it. You saw it. Thank y'all for coming out. Mogul's in the making. Mogul's in the making. This man. is the most luck. No, I'm just kidding. Straight <laughs> like that. Straight like we that. We out. out. We appreciate you. Peace.